And we are recording. It's Christmas! So we put ourselves through the Hellfire Wheel. That is ass. That is the secret. That is the anime Secret Santa. Or as we lovingly refer to it, ass. And I have to say that this year, I am not disappointed. I enjoyed the journey more, as much as I usually do. Even the worst things from this are still like, it means something that someone reached into your life and went, here, you should watch this. this. And yeah, this year I think I picked something way outside of my ballpark. And way, way, way outside of DM's ballpark. Definitely. And in the meantime, I picked something that pretty much just hit us head up. It's, it's about, you know, in the normal uh, this ballpark. This second year has been recommended, not in a row, but... But, and I finally just took it. So, first we'll be doing Vincenzo's Anime Secret Santa pick, which is Girls und Panzer. I have to say it like that. There's no other way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible terrible title. And then, um, we will be reviewing my secret, Anime Secret Santa pick, which was Steins Gate. And I think we're going to do this in two separate files, so, uh, there'll be some linking music between them, but, uh. Absolutely, and if you don't care about one or the other, cool for you. Yep. And you'll hear the same introduction, a similar introduction, in the other episode. Sure. And as we always do, we watched each other's picks, so we made twice as much work. We dumped no extra gain. Well, we dumped no. The, the gain is we're able to do a conversational podcast. Fair enough. That that is the gain to both. Which is our really st- the only reason to do this. Well, because otherwise <laughs> it would be really awkward of like me describing a show and my issues. Oh, it would be great. You'd be like, I've been listening to. Um, a couple of different radio FM radio stations that have classical music, then you'd totally be like one of the announcers who's just going into like the weird history of the composer and Oh whatever. It would be amazing. Yeah, but that's not I don't think that's either that's not that might be fun to listen to, but I don't do a podcast for my listeners. I'm sorry listeners. I don't do this for you. I do this because I have a blast doing this. I'm not saying that and, and I, I do this because people apparently Consistently listen to this for some yeah, still masochistic reason. I'm still boggled with that. But if you guys have been enjoying it so far, wait till next year. Anniversary coming up! <laughs> for, wait, what anniversary is coming up? We're going to have our anniversary towards the end of the year, aren't we? Oh, God. We're, yeah, we're hitting our... Yeah, this is, this is our fourth year doing this. This is our fourth year as of February? Uh, no, this is like the fourth anniversary right now. Right. So I'm just saying 2016 is year five. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> That's insane. We're going to have so much good shit. Yeah. Yeah. We already have an epic list of things to go over. We we have more episodes. We have have, have weeks in the year, I think. We have more better ideas before the year even started than I think we've ever had. Well, we needed someone to professionally edit this podcast, to edit it, who's not me, who has more free time. We'll talk on that. I have some ideas. But in any case, Girls und Panzer is a 2012 Japanese animation television show. You take it. Okay, it's so, your so I, as always, as, as is the rule of, of, of ass, I was given three choices. Uh, Girls in Panzer, Code Geass, uh, Season 1, and uh, Your Lie in April. Because of time constraints, I was... Disappointed. I was limited to the shortest series here, being Girls in Panzer, 
Oh, I want to see your Lion April. <laughs> you can always watch it. This doesn't, this doesn't prevent you from watching it. And I also like to go as far off base as I can with Secret Santa. You think your Lion April is on base for us? It's on base. For, it's more on base for what I watch, not necessarily what we review. I think there is a. This is completely outside either one of those realizes. Yes, yeah. there, there's a skew between what I watch and what I review. I think or what we podcast about. But uh, so I, I do want to read. Uh, I'm this person's uh, snippet. Girls in Panzer. This is one of my standard recommendations, which I think has something to offer almost anyone. A lot of people are skeptical at first, but this isn't just another girls plus weapons show. This show is extremely well-directed, with thrilling tank battles throughout, and it combines that with a quirky, endearing sense of humor that makes it a fun ride from start to finish. So, as someone else who likes to do perennial choices, um, in my case, something by Osamu Dezaki, either Space Adventure Cobra movie or the Blackjack OVA, I, I felt that I should... Partially honored this gentleman's. I'm going to. I'm going to assume it's a guy because I don't know how many women would have been this. This show. I just does not feel like. This is, I'm trying not to be sexist, but it does not feel like a show has a big female fan base. I'm not quite certain. I agree with that, but I understand why you feel that way. Yeah. I mean, and if this is a woman, I'm sorry, but this show does seem to create that creepy otaku fan base. And we're definitely going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's two particularly creepy otaku fan bases, and that one really horrifying intersection. Now, I can't really define, like, I don't I don't know all the terms, but I definitely know fan service when I see it. And this yes. show has it in space. This has two different kinds of fan service. Pedophile fan service and tank fan service. And there, yeah, there were... I was watching this, and on occasion... My partner had come through and watched half an episode or something with me. Enough that she got to, like, know some of the characters and everything. Much the same as, um... Oh, Azumanga Dayo? Azumanga Dayo. And this is... That, that really brought to mind the thing. This doesn't do, at least for anything meaningful, anything that Azumanga Dayo doesn't do better. No, I, I, I entirely agree with that. Now, it does things similarly to the other show... And to a point where even I, unfortunately for myself, found myself getting a little emotionally invested with the characters. I, yeah, this show really, I think the first, well, okay, so I want to address the big elephant in the room of this show, is that the entire premise of this show is, um, for some reason we have decided that as a sport in girls' high schools, and only in girls' high schools, is... Tank is team tank combat. To the point where tanks and boys just do not go together. It is dissonant in their brains to think of boys liking tanks. Yeah, like that. It'd be like, it'd be like un- unfortunately, in modern day, boys liking Barbies. I mean, I think the the, the comparison to that is uh, in Japan, boys in archery. It, that does, doesn't happen. Hmm. Like, archery is a women's sport in Japan exclusively. Okay, didn't know that. And they and in this particular show, they use all the World War II surplus. Yeah, like 
only World War II tanks. Right, there's nothing modern. It's all World War II surplus, and it's a very sport competition in there. It's it's not linked to any one nation. Like, all nations seem to get on this girls in tanks. Well, they don't seem to really... They're, okay, they're in, within the show, there's no reference to... Nations of the schools. There aren't, but it's strongly inferred that we see an American, a British, and a Russian. Yeah, it, it, it kind of feels like, you know, G Gundam, but less absurdist, absurd parody of nations and national stereotypes. Right, there's, but they're definitely, like, even though they never go outright and say, yes. this is an American school, it's in. They're, they're very, they act, you know, very American stereotypy. Especially, like, I think, and I wonder, like, it's weird, but, like, Russian was the biggest. I mean, I think Russia and America and England also have, but yeah, like Russia but is... But Russia is the biggest stereotype. Like, the other two, the British and the American, eh, But, like, the Russian stereotypes are just strong and free-running. Well, I think... I think Americans are also really strong in that, like, there's the, like, over-surveillance element. Mm. There's the, you know, bravado. There's all these other, like, elements. There's one of those you don't... You don't often see external parody of your own nation. And this is a case where you do. So you it, do. And I never, I didn't piece it together because by the time it was made clear to me who they were, like the episode was already kind of over mm-hmm. for me. I'm like, oh, that's who that school's from. Check. I mean, yeah, it's one it, of those. It took the British to really like being involved too, like to be like, oh, right. That school's from America. Yeah. I, I didn't quite connect the British initially. Until after seeing them doing other things. Right. Now, it was important to see that. Because especially in TV anime, um, they don't necessarily do um, shifts and physical features that differently. No, this show really, like, characters, like, have pretty much all the same face. Right, and it's just the hair color. That the hair color and the not. style. And, yeah, I mean, you can tell America's big and blonde. That's about the only real defining feature of America. Yes. Is it is a is a bit is big and blonde, big hair blonde hair. Mm-hmm. So we have girls from Panzer. We have like not like I, I interrupted you in the middle of it. I believe you were going to talk about the schools themselves. Yeah. So there are like well we see like what four schools and we we get that there are more. Yeah. We, well, there's the there's the Italian school that we like never actually seen for some reason. Charlie like, likes a joke that's glossing over it. And we saw in the nationals or whatever it is, we saw. I don't. I didn't make a count, but there were a bunch. Yeah, there like were the, the competition tree. There's enough to have, I guess, like 32 probably because there's four rounds. Or, yeah, four rounds. I think mm-hmm. it's 32. So we have we have a bunch of schools, and they they aren't on land. No, for the schools all exist as aircraft carriers, but instead of planes on the top. They've built a city, which has, like, other things on it more than just school. It's a town. Yeah. Which I was really impressed with, especially when they pan out the first episode. They meant it to, and it took away. Because they obviously were just, like, dropping it to, like, be like, dun-dun-dun. But at the same time, it kind of worked. I was really impressed with the, like, when you pan out and find out, like, oh, it's an aircraft carrier. Yeah. I did not know that. But they don't really ever pay that off? They don't discuss what what happened in their world to make this kind of alternate timeline. Yeah, like they don't... There's a lot of... Yeah, there's no payoff of, of that... Rick, they do it as a dramatic reveal. 
but there's no payoff down the road other than they kind of mention at one point that there was some, you know, government overreactionary policy to education reform. No, this is a shallow TV show. Yeah, they, they don't get any depth. I mean, they, that's the biggest problem with the show is that it, there's a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. No, but, there's a lot of promise. Yeah. Like, the main character, who I think could have had a really interesting story arc, um, let me pull up her name. Yeah, Miho Nishizumi. Just kind of became a duo sex machina for her team. Yeah, like, I mean, she starts off the show almost like PTSD. Definitely, and that could have led to something good. Like, she could have, it could have really been a good payoff of her dealing with that and what's going on. And they do, in a way, superficially, but nothing in any kind of depth that the character deserves. No, I mean, the show, the biggest problem of the show is that it's too short. Yeah, I'll give you that. If they could have, if they had more time, I believe that they would have done a little bit more yeah. historical plot, regular plot. Okay, and just, like, character building, because there's no... Oh, there's no character building. Like, she has the most character development. And that's not saying a lot. But that's nothing, it's almost nothing. And so she, the first episode, she comes to the school as the, as the transfer student, as one does in these in these kind of sports shows. Because this is, at the end of the day, actually a sports anime, and it's framing in a lot of ways. I will take your word for it. We'll, we'll, we'll fix that with better girls sports anime. Yay. <laughs> I'll, take that. I'll take that more enthusiastic. I'll, 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 I'll dump that in my mind as, yay! <laughs> oh, you were saying. But, so she comes to the school because it does not have tangerine. Right. And she is avoiding that. We yes. get to see a little bit pre her coming there. Not enough for you to really know what's going on. Well, that that, that first scene is really... The show is actually in Medias Res. Because that, that first scene is the America battle, I want to say. No. That first scene is the St. Gloriana school, that the open battle. Yes. Because the tanks are all painted weird. Right. America did benefit from that battle, but not directly. Yeah. So, yeah, so the show starts off in Medias Res. And the first thing you see... Is is this you know is tanks moving around and girls waving out waving out of windows and tanks? And I mean, if you if you read the synopsis for the show, you're set. But if you did do that, you are like just caught hapless. Like, why are these girls in tanks? What's going on? Yeah, and I mean, I, I knew the basic premise of you know the, from the name alone, mm-hmm. you can determine that it's girls and tanks because you know people like German things in a really creepy way that you know kind of dissociates reality and. Sure. Fetishism, and I mean Japan doesn't really have the same view of Germany as we do. Where they, it's like sort of the cool faction. There's an interesting article on Colony Drop uh, that I, I recommend that discusses that sort of that Germany isn't the evil faction; it's the cool faction visually. Hmm. Which I mean, yes, you can argue that they did look cooler, whatever. But you can also see you can see that in other anime we've watched. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Mobile Suit Gun is probably a good example. Probably the best example yeah, of that. But even then, that connection is still to the you know, nominally bad guy faction. To a point, you do get uh, what's his face, uh, Charler and Comet. Char, I mean Char and Ramba. Like there are good, there are people who are good people. And even if they're not good people, like I, I think you, you have a strong argument against Char being a good person per se. Yeah, he's still reflectively cool. He, the there's, there's still like, a very cool element to Zeon. But here, there's like no connection of good, bad to not to like Nazi in Germany. No, it's just it's just, it's, just it's like dudes jerking off the tanks is what the show is kind of for. 
Yeah, I guess. Like, I, well, like, I, I have like, trouble bringing my brain to that. If you look at how well animated, like, if you look at where they put their money in this show, it was clearly in getting the tanks looking right. And the tanks, do, they do a good job at it. Yeah, like, and it's not a character animation or character design. No. And it's not on blending the two of those things together. It's so, on getting your tanks to look detailed and right. So, just to give you guys an idea, um, we start with six characters in the first episode. Yes. And we quickly just explode that. Yeah. The, the cast is built up of teams. So, like, each... So, it's, there's, like, five tanks initially in the school. Right. And that's the only way, like, the girls separate into their own tanks. And that's the only way that you can keep a bead on who the fuck is hit. Yeah. You can, like... And, but beyond, like... So, you have your main five in the, in the main tank. Right. So that's Miho, who is your your main character, who gets strong-armed effectively into doing tankery at the new school. And her new best friends, Sayori and Hana. Yeah, so the girl whose mom doesn't love her because she's doing flower arrangement. Girl who likes boys. Yeah. Like, these girls are all just, like, defined by... They're cliches. One fact. No, they, get, they get one fact about them. They're com- Not only do they get one fact, but the majority of the facts are complete cliches. Yeah. Like, girl who oversleeps. Uh-huh. Or girl who doesn't like mornings. Yeah. Girl who doesn't like mornings. I forget the fifth girl in that main tank. I don't, yeah. Like, I don't like, know. like, there's a fifth girl in the main tank who you see constantly, who I don't remember anything about her. I'd have to watch it again, and that's not happening. Yeah. Like, you, then you have the student council tank. And the student council, like, you don't know anything about them. And by the time they try to make them, like try to make you empathize with them, they've become a point where they're, you, you have trouble empathizing with them. Yeah, like it's... Because they start as villains, and they never lose that taint. They, they still act the same way they did in that first episode. Mm-hmm. But the show has sort of shifted where the where the story focus is. Right. That they've moved from antagonist to, like, side character. But, like, that's the problem. Just, like, in my memory, the biggest problem in this show were created because the storytellers just needed some sort of conflict. So, like, they make the student council team is, hands down, the biggest reason they fuck up so bad in their battles. Which makes no sense in hindsight when you figure out that the student council team knows that if they don't win, the school gets shut down. Which is something that comes out later on in the show. So, yeah. they're basically, it's the storytellers going, well, something needs to happen that, like, that causes a hindrance there. So I guess the student council team won't listen to her. And it happens, like, two or three times. And you're just like... Yeah, like, early on, they're really the problem on that team. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 ho- I think they're trying to hope that you chalk it up to incompetence, not malice. I don't know. Like, I didn't think it was malice. I definitely thought it was incompetence, but it still was not very forgivable no. incompetence. And they were kind of fucking evil. No, they were. Like, like they, they was just like, yeah, if you don't join our tank team, maybe maybe you won't be part of the school anymore. What the fuck is that? You know, you got you got to uh, pay, pay the piper of being on the tank team. Like, they don't tell you the stakes of the show until most of the way through. More than halfway through is that you find out that if they... Don't win the nationals. The school will shut down. It's against. It's in the 
it's at the end of the episode. It's again that the two part episode against the Russians. Every battle is basically two parts. Yeah, I, th- I thought the one at the America School, like a girl mentioned it. I don't know, but I know that that, that might be true. Like the like I think someone else mentions it offhandedly, not to any of the main characters. At the end of episode eight against Pravda. Mm-hmm. Is when it comes out, and episode nine is basically explains it. Yeah. So that's nine out of um, twelve or fourteen, depending on how 12, you count it. Twelve or four, fourteen, if you count recaps. Yeah. And that's insane. Yeah. So you 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 don't know the stakes of the show, and like the show, I feel like doesn't know the stakes of the show. No. Until this point. Because like if if those were the stakes from the beginning, I believe that the characters would have been acting in a different way. Yeah. The they, the student council, who knew this from the beginning, would have actually, like, put their best effort forward. And listened to the person that they've elected commander. And, and like, they've forced to do this because her family is, like, the best tank family and, like, has, you know... They have their own school. Yeah, they have their own know. school and style of tank combat. Which is another, like, so, so horrible and cliche. <laughs> Except usually it happens with boys. So, cool on that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, essentially, they're, they're, they have the Cobra Kai logic of uh, tank combat. This, the sort of, you know, win-at-all-costs mentality. But but it's within a structure. Win-at-all-costs, but do it Win- in a specific way. Yes. Don't... A well-planned tank battle should not have any weird inconsistencies. You sort of have super perfected, mm-hmm. no room for, like, experimentation mentality. So what's up with the fact that this thing had two introduction show, like introduction episodes? Two oh, so I the reason that to me is not since they plan on doing that to me is a very clear sign of a troll production. Like we don't have this episode done in time. Let's throw something together. Yes, like they were yeah, like episode six. I didn't watch them where mm-hmm. they basically just like no new art or very little new art. Yeah, it's all it's I think it's all like clips from other episodes. Like as they had there are. Within 12 produced episodes, there are two, you know, they made out of that two recap episodes. So 14 episodes total, two of them are just, there's some new dialogue, like there's a new voiceover, but there's no new animation. Like that to me says that the people who were making the show were not managing their resources well. And I will say that I think I know, I, I feel that the reason might be is because the first half of the show is crap. Like, total crap. And the show doesn't really start getting anything resembling good until the last half or third. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't speak for you, but in my mind, that's really, like... I didn't become engaged in the slightest in this show until, we'll say, the last third of it. I, I think for me, it's probably around the... F- like, that second half. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little, like maybe a little earlier than you, but not too much. And there's just so much fucking fan service, from like bikini tank washing to not like at least two bath scenes, if yeah. not three. Yeah, there's weird bath scenes. Like again, it's two different kinds of fan service that put me off of a show. Is like super detailed, like military for the sake of military. Where like they they spend a lot of time talking about the history of this tank and like, how it works capabilities. and like that doesn't make for interesting storytelling. 
And other time it's like high school girls who look like they're twelve. You know, unless they don't. Yeah, well, they're twelve, they're four, they're four, like they're, or they're like they're forty. Yeah, like there's nothing in between. No, and you're just like, and it really like the first, basically this this shows death rattled to me was the first bat scene where I'm like, this is a bunch of high schoolers. Why why is this here? Yeah, that that it's it's creepy and it's not. That, it doesn't help the show in any way. No, there's nothing that it does for this. Yeah. Thing. Including, like, why why, why are the girls in bikinis washing their tanks? Really? <laughs> so, that was really, like... Like, I, I knew then, like... Of course I finished it, and it does have some good qualities, but that was really... That like, sealed it for if, me. If the show had twice as much time to, to flatter your characters... And didn't have the creepy, you know, fan service of young girls, it would be a stronger show. But I still don't think it would be a great show. Well, the other side of that is the the other part of my brain goes, okay, well, say it was twice as long. Throw it at, we'll say even, um, we'll say twenty four twenty four episodes. episodes, no recaps. Mm-hmm. And part of me goes, okay, well, if it was 24 episodes, don't you think that you probably would have just gotten just mind-numbingly bored after a while? I, I probably I probably would have. I'm saying in an optimal world, sure. this show, actually, the story they're trying to tell needs 24 episodes. Mm-hmm. Because what you're seeing is, you're going from, just like, I mean, and you've watched decent enough, like, sports movies and things like that. Yeah. Where, like, if you look at that, that, that formula and how that formula works... Yeah, we're Bad News Bears in this. Yeah, Bad News Bears or Rocky or if you're... Yeah, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Any of these things of... So you're going for an untrained team with one person out of, like, 15 or 20 people... Sure. Who, know, who knows... Everyone else knows fuck all right. about how any of this shit works. And within... So you, ha- you see them have one episode of training... Right, no, they, they go through into tank combat insanely quickly. Yeah, like, you don't have the needed drama build-up. There's no montage. I mean, like, yeah, there really isn't. Like, there's no dramatic build-up in the show. They're just like, okay, day two, let's have a mock combat. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you don't see anyone fail and get better. You just see people fail and, unrelated to that, get better. Right. And it's really like, uh, I want to, now that we've talked about the show a little more, I want to flesh out what I was saying. To me, this show was trying to strengthen, it was creating bonds between this this group of girls and, like, their friendships and all those kind of things. And it, in that regard, and to me, that's the really the best plot That's point. the message, and yeah, that's what it's doing. In that regard, there was nothing it did that wasn't trumped ten times over by Osamongadaya. Part of it is they had way too many characters. Oh yeah, like yeah, you could learn about maybe seven in this show. And by the end of it, they had what six tanks at a minimum of three a team, and yeah. some five. But and then like usually the tank had one attribute though. If you think about it, like tank that was the volleyball ball team, tank that was the hall monitors, tank that was the history nodes. And that was problematic because it created lots of characters to no real benefit of the show. But only diluting your ability to learn anything about any of the characters yeah. that matter. You know a little bit about three of the characters' real backstory when it comes down to it? Like, you know about the girl whose family does flower arranging 
and her mother doesn't approve her doing tankering. Yeah, I had to care about that because there was nothing else to care yeah. about. But then in the last battle, her mom is there. And there's been no discussion on why she approved But there's now. been no change in that. Right. There's a girl who's oversleeps on you know, and has a relationship with her grandmother. And has a, a relationship with I don't know, one of the volleyball team members? I get them all messed up. I don't I don't remember that. One part. of the other team members, because they that she calls her names blah blah blah, but they develop one of those really regarding friendships. And I know way more about this show than I should. Yeah, no, this is not like this show for some reason gets the high really high praising people who are into the like military shit plus like Moe Blob Girls. Like well, figured it out. Like that genre. Like, sure. like, like which is which, A, baffles me that that is a genre. Yes. Of, like, you know, young girls using military, like, creepy military fetishism. There's that one where they're guns, right? Yeah, there's one where they're guns. There's the one where they're doing, they're doing plane combat. There's the one where they're battleships. There's the one where they're spaceships. Like, this is a weird genre. Yes. And, like, it, it makes me uncomfortable in a lot of ways. Like, not just out of the sexualization of young girls... But that's a big part. That's a huge part of it, but also, like, the military, military fetishism and looking at, you know, current geopolitics of your dissociating, like, people from violence, because no one gets hurt in the show. Ever. Like, and, and they make it explicit that you can't, really, the tanks resign that you can't get hurt. Right. And the only, like, which is not true, because they're tanks that were... They're World War II tanks. And they not, haven't been adjusted. Uh, they they mention in one of the recaps. They, they do, like, in, in the second recap episode. So you've gone through at this point. This is 10.5. So yeah, so 10, episode 11. Yeah. No, it's episode 12, really. So oh, episode 12. You've gone through 12 episodes at this point, And they explain that, oh, yeah, the tanks are, like, double armored and have sensors. So that, you know, they, you know a tank has been deactivated. Which, frankly... Is crap. Yeah, that, that that's because bullshit. You're, you're watching them do maintenance on the tank. They never mention anything like that. No, that and frankly, their tanks—they're so fucking poor as a school. I doubt they could afford the double armor. Yeah, like this, this like that feels like a cover up for what the show's you know trying to just have you know your combination of guys who are really into weapons and really into young girls. Yeah. And that said, like, like I said, like, I felt during this show like I thought I'd feel during Azumanga Dayo and didn't. Yeah. Well, Azumanga Dayo, you have 24 episodes and, like, six characters, and you get to watch those characters grow. Right. Like, this show has really one tournament, and they somehow win. Because... Uh, who's the main character? Um, Miho. Yeah. Is basically Doe Sex Machina. For yeah, she, yeah, she is. When she needs to figure out how to win, she does. What is that? And she's she's Hannibal from the AT. Yes. I thought I was thinking, she can cross the Alps. No, she's, she's definitely, she's Hannibal from the AT. She, like, she, to the point where they literally got stuck in a fucking farmhouse and came out guns blazing and won. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, like, you can get a little invested by the end, but then the show's over. And I, admittedly, I did. Like, you get a little invested in, but it's... Like, if they had lost at the end, I think the show would have been stronger. Especially to her sister, except that I think that would go counter to the idea that they were trying to prove that that wasn't the only style. And she yeah. was okay in her own style. So it would have 
countered that. If she would have lost to any other team. If, if, they, if they had beaten that team and then lost to the... Like, like the been, British would have been perfect. Yeah. That would have been, I think, a stronger show. But I, it was never... It was never at 12... All of 14 episodes going to be a strong show. No. There, there was too... It, it was trying to do too much. What the fuck happened to their faculty teacher, too? I don't know. They that, She just fucking disappeared. She shows up in, like, one episode. She does a mock battle. And gone. And I think she shows up, a bit, like, she does their shots of her occasionally. But like, she never has a line again. No, and, like, I think she was, like, I think you see her during the tournament, but it didn't It didn't seem like she was part of their team so much as, like, just a another tournament official. Yeah. Like, I, no I, one's coaching them. No. The coach is closest, Miho is the closest to a coach. Yes. And they barely listen to her in, like, until, like, episode nine. And they listen to her only when they need to listen to her. Right. And all of a sudden, and like, officially 11 and 12, and I guess unofficially 13, 14, all of a sudden, everyone's listening to her, and everyone's doing what they need to do, and doing it perfectly. It's like the payoff for all these fucking team sports movies without any of the journey. Yes. Yeah, that, this is the, the problem with the show is that, like, the story's problem with the show is too many characters in Lack's journey. Mm-hmm. The concept of the show is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, the literal concept bothers me on the show. It, no, it does. So, all in all, I definitely... I I cannot recommend the show. Yeah, I, I would hesitate to recommend this if it was a... Be- if it, the story was better, I would hesitate. Yes. The story not being that good, I can't recommend it. Now, I don't have a better example, but I know mentions of this. Like, a better sport, team sports anime. I, I mean, there are, there are, t- I mean, sports anime is, is abundant. Like, I know you bring up, like, what is it, Aim for the Ace? Yeah, Aim for the Ace, which is an old, 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 old show that, you know. I, I absolutely adore it. I'm sure someday we'll review it if it ever gets legally licensed in this country. Crutchy roll. As I said... When you license that, any of you come to anime next will have pizza and bagels at your at your fingertips. The the bribe is on the table, Miles. <laughs> wow, I, it's it's a recorded. It's I know official. you. I know you listen. It's official. Yeah, yeah. Any Crunchyroll staff who comes to anime next after you guys stream Aim for the Ace will get pizza and bagels from pizza and donuts from New Jersey. Then the donuts are fucking fantastic for the record. Yeah. You will get So good. You will get your Dickie Donuts. They are unparalleled. Absolutely true. I am not from this state. I did not understand, but now I do. Um But in any case, there's better out there. There are better. You should I mean I, I recommend it to my Secret Santa Person Princess Nine, which I believe she is reviewing. Uh that is a great sports show. It's another girls team at How softball. Do you know? Did you track that who you have? Yeah. Well, she's also been doing it, like, in parts. Okay. So you're like, that must be mine, because I totally recommend Well, that. I know I, I've got her Twitter, her blog and Twitter handle. Okay. <laughs> not a creep. Sure. Well, I'd like to know who's doing what. Fair but enough. yeah, there are there are better sports shows. Um, if you... Even for the drama of it, I, Kaiji is better. That's a gambling series. Have you done them? Um... Have you done a sports panel? No, I don't. Uh, the, the, I, I've not watched enough sports anime to do a sports panel, to be, to be sure. Uh, the reverse is to do a very good sports panel uh, called I Don't Like Sports, or I Hate Sports. I continually miss all of their panels. 
hopefully you will see them in a future convention, possibly in Hoboken. Hoboken I can do. If, 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 it might be so far. It is far, <laughs> a fucking far drive. So far. Yeah, I know. I've done, I've done that drive. All right, so um, I guess we should wrap this up because yeah. I don't want to, like, we've hammered on enough. It's... I, you get invested in it, but you you realize it's a cheap and it was a cheap it was it got through that through cheap tricks. Yeah, absolutely cheap tricks. I feel dirty having been emotionally invested at all, but yeah. it still happened. Like it, it is, like, and I've seen better stuff by this team. Like they did a show that was like about animation production called Shirabako. That was the same director, same writer. That was very good. Okay. Like that that was that recommended show. But yeah, I, I this one does it gets really high praise from people who are into the military stuff as not being creepy, and I feel like I, that, that's a blatant boldface lie. Like it, it does sexualize the girls, and it does. Yes, absolutely. Like they, they say, oh, there's no panties in the show. Fuck them. That's, they, that's, they're in a fucking bath. That, that that that's bullshit. That's that's flaming bullshit. And it doesn't matter if there's not panty shots when. Realistically, when you're looking at the characters, there should be. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking like their clothes were just ridiculous. No, this is this is this is not a good show. No, this is there's definitely fan service in there, and anyone that's trying to tell you like not, there there are bullshit. there again there are two kinds of like not just fan service there are two kinds of fan service in this show. There are. And like like all anime does not blend CG and, and 2D well. So at the second podcast. That'll be a split. Yep. You will be uh, listening to us review my pick of Steins Gate. But in the meantime, I think that we definitely the, to the person who did recommend this. I mean, thank you. I I know I can't think of a person who recommends things and doesn't want the best from the people they're recommending to. Even the the horrible things I've recommended. I've been with love in my heart. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think you... I, I appreciate watching this show because it's one of those, like... I would have not watched it through, for other reasons. No, and I'm, I'm glad for the experience. Experience, is especially in this environment, is, is all. Like, the more we've seen... Which is why Vinny's a better reviewer than I am. The more we've seen, the more we can compare it to and yeah. the more of a... An opus of comparison like, we have. Yep. So good on us for having watched this. And good on you for recommending it. Thank you. Bad on you for making this, people. Bad on you, Susumu Mitsushima.
一緒の。